0: CyberSynapse, the podcast that's creating connections through candid conversations about cyber issues. Sponsored by Agency, with your host, Kath Nibbs. Welcome to Cyber CyberSynapse. This week, I'm joined by Mike Roberts, and he's the product manager of R-Mail from Pharma UK. One of the reasons I brought him on the the show today is because this is an email system that I've signed up to to use Um, and what what I'm hoping to do today for the listeners and viewers is really talk about why why people in practice need to be using this this email system um so obviously I'm not the product manager I'm gonna ask you uh, Mike what brought you to this role and what is our mail
1: yeah hi Kath Um, so the reason why I'm doing what I do is because, A, I love technology, and B, this is a piece of, well, I would call it a piece of software or a product that really changes therapists' uh, ways of thinking, it changes the way they work, it's it's an add-on that I believe can be utilised by the smallest um, you know therapist working from home, all the way up to the NHS or medical universities, no matter how small or big, so yeah, my work takes me in a variety of different ways every single day with all sorts of different individuals. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love what I do.
0: Yeah. So in terms of, um, I'm just thinking actually, we have um, not just therapists that listen to this. Well, I hope so. Um, I do believe there's parents, the schools, um, there's the safety advisors that do listen to this. Um, there might be a few other people who are listening to it or, or watching it on YouTube as well. So in terms of, what this system is and what it does, Mike, do you want to kind of take us through it? So obviously I know this system, so do you want to take us through what it is, what it does, how you can use it? And and so obviously my my selling point when I'm telling people is I say, this is a system that is so good, we're not just talking encryption, we're talking something that's forensically admissible into a court. it is really, really secure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the the product is called Frama R-Mail. So the company is Frama, and the product is RMail, mail which stands for registered email. And it is such a simple yet powerful add-on to your existing email platform. Mm-hmm. So whether you're using Microsoft Outlook or Gmail, uh, Salesforce, um, a variety of different platforms that lots of people use on a daily basis in business, it's literally just a button that downloads onto your email. Mm-hmm. So whereas everybody at the moment creates an email and presses send. With this system, they will create that same email and they'll have a new button that says Send Secure. And this allows uh, the the schools, the therapists, the teachers to be able to send that email securely uh, straight to their recipient's inbox. Um, So this is what's known as email encryption. And a lot of people consider email encryption to be quite clunky, requiring the recipient to receive their emails through portals log into mm-hmm. third-party websites, um, all sorts of hoops to jump through. Yeah, The beauty about this is that it's end-to-end, so it is delivered straight into the recipient's inbox. And whether you want to password protect that email or not, that's completely up to you as the Rmail user. And that's yeah. just one of, I believe, four or five very unique functionalities of the system.
0: Yeah, yeah, so um, in terms of, um, I'm, I'm going to talk. Uh, in fact, my, I'm going to use my skill here to go. This end to end sounds really confusing for, for a lot of people. So when I'm obviously I challenge a lot of people and I'm, I'm sure that just before um, we started this, I was having a little bit of a rant with you, Mike, um, that, that quite often as a therapist, I, I try to have conversations with people on email And it might be about client work. It might be about something that I've been to a meeting at a school. Um, And what does happen is I send an email and quite often I will get replies from schools, from social services. Um, Not so much social services now, though, so I'll retract that one. Um, uh, I do get social workers that have emailed from insecure emails. And by that, I mean they're just using their average everyday Gmail account or iCloud account or maybe Hotmail account. And what they'll do is they will reply to me with information that's identifying for the the client. Um, So this this system has actually allowed me to send them an email. And what it does do is it gives them the the password and they can then reply back to me and it's a secure system. So um, what I was saying to you earlier is is that one of the biggest directories there is um, in, in the country at the moment will send me a contact form with details on from a client but it ends up, it ends up in my inbox which unless i've sent the initial email out is not secure so i'm i'm just thinking about this this gdpr and what we're talking about is is a system that's my end and your end so that's that's kind of what we're saying isn't it
1: yeah yeah absolutely and um, and the great thing is you know being able to receive an email without having all these humps uh, hoops to uh-huh. jump, jump through is really, really useful. Uh, but like you said, um, you use the system and you've realized you know how great it is to be able to give a link to your recipient so that they can click that and reply back to you securely as well. So yeah. not only are you sending the data secure, but you're, you're giving your uh, recipient, the parent or whoever it may be, the ability to send the information back as well, which is just really, really powerful.
0: Yeah, I, I will say one of the issues <laughs> And This is nothing to do with our mail. This is just how the world is um, today. Um, there's a lot of suspicious people, particularly IT staff. Um, which, you know, on one hand, uh, I've worked in IT for a long time. You you have to check something is secure. But what what I found, um, and I said this to you a while ago, is I actually sent uh, an email that was encrypted and securely password protected to um, a police account, and they couldn't and wouldn't open it because. Their IT staff had said we, we, you know, we didn't know what this system was, so we wouldn't open it. I've also had this with insurance companies. Um, I've had it with uh, clients' parents who haven't opened it because they didn't know if it was secure. And what what I do get is somebody sending me an email saying, "Did you just send me an email?" And then I find I yeah. have to spend the time saying, "Yes, that was me. You need to open mm-hmm. it up with the password," and then reply back to me. So we're, we're in this we're in this kind of movement at the moment where some people will be really comfortable with using this system and understanding that people struggle with it at the other end and, and I'm, I'm just thinking that maybe um, some therapists who are not tech savvy or some parents who are not tech savvy they might struggle with this idea of receiving something that says um, so when when a client receives it what I do know is they get an email that says you are about to receive an email and here's the password for it so it's actually two separate emails as well.
1: Yep yeah, yeah. And and the one thing that I would say to that is um, because of the whole GDPR thing that's going on at the moment, yeah. I'm sure there are lots of different products that are appearing out of nowhere, you know, people <coughs> trying to create new and different you know, email security products. Um, the thing about R-Mail is it's not a new system. It was developed in, uh, 17 years ago, uh, around okay. 2001, and it's predominantly um, a USA uh, product. That was where it was developed. Yep. And over the years, it's grown to a user base of 25 million users. Um, yep. So, you know, it's reached over here into, uh, you know, Europe. Um, it's mine and my team's job to, to really make people aware of what this product is and make sure it's uh, utilised. And if anybody's got any questions or doubts, we've got some fantastic documents written by um, some real heavyweights in the uh, British, Stan- British Standards Institute, BSI. Yeah, uh, we've got some great GDPR packs available, explaining, um, you know, the the court admissibility and the evidential weight that this product gives. Um, so I just think it it probably needs a little bit more time, um, but pretty soon it's going to be, uh, you know, very very well recognised and known uh, across Europe.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I I hope so. In terms of, um, particularly from a therapist point of view, so. Um, Not only do we share, you know, information about names, date of birth, but actually this would allow us to communicate with social services, the police, uh, adoption services, foster care agencies, children's services. And that's just in in my main role working with with children. Actually, what this does do is it provides me with the same kind of uh, confidentiality that I offer my clients in the therapy room. And Mm -hmm. in terms of, um, you know, new clients potential clients being able to speak to me I can also offer them a safe way to talk to me so one of the things I have noticed is um, you tend to be contacted by text by phone or by email and most people find email really easy to use nowadays Um, so I'm I'm hoping that a lot of the uh, directories the agencies the governing bodies will actually start to use this system as well in terms of protecting uh, clients therapists supervisors training organizations um, so when you were talking I, I was actually teaching um some therapists yesterday and we were we were discussing um a supervisor had asked one of the therapists well could you send me the case notes or could you send me the session notes um, and we, I, i'm actually doing a gdpr webinar this evening with um, gary from agency and we're covering this so essentially the supervisor had said could you send me some of the session notes but it's okay if you just take out the client's name it'll be uh, okay to which I kind of said actually that's it's still identifiable information um, and the therapist said but what I was going to do was send it password protected but that's not that's not secure is it Kath and I said no not really because you don't know what's at the other whose emails at the other end and you know what system it is however if you used our mail you could send that to your supervisor and actually they would be able to read it securely and reply to you securely and they wouldn't need any extra um, software. Um, It turns out what has been happening, and I'm aware that this has happened in the the counselling and psychotherapy profession for many, many years, is quite often things will be password protected. So it was was an issue I brought up in some of my training organisations that you can't just send information by email. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had this with... Excuse me, CAMs systems where they've said, "But we're using egress and egress is you know this secure." And I said, "Well, actually, the system I'm using happens to be more secure because of XYZ, which I'm going to let you explain in a minute." And, and yeah. I've kind of found myself getting into debates and arguments with people about what encryption is, what password protection is, um, and the systems that are out there at the moment. So I think we've got egress, we've got .jsx, we've got dot PNN, we've, uh, and there's so many other systems that it means you can't send something securely um, to a system that won't allow you to send it. So this, this R-mail uh, comes with a, a way of saying, all you have to do is open it with this password.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, it basically sends the email through, through TLS security, um, which in a non-techie world just means that it goes on a safe journey um, through what's known TLS. And if it hits any stumbling blocks along the way, rather than kind of throw it back to you and say, no, sorry, I can't be delivered. Mm -hmm. It wraps itself in a password protected PDF. So no matter how safe or unsafe the journey goes on, i.e. is the recipient sitting somewhere in a public hotel on their phone in a public Wi-Fi, that would probably not be a safe TLS environment. So rather than just, um, you know, going back to the sender, it will still get to the recipient, but instead wrap itself in a password-protected PDF, PDF mm-hmm. meaning it's that they're encrypted whilst still in the inbox. And, uh, and all this information is being gathered and which is generated for the most powerful part of the system, which is the registered legal receipt, yeah. which you receive, as you know, every time you send an email using the Our Mail system, uh, which is gives you all the forensic evidence you need and proof um about that email
0: yeah yeah actually i i did try this out so the the first gdpr webinar that i did i included which i will do for everybody who listens to this podcast put all of your details so that people can contact you and the little demo um video that you've done as well so people can actually watch it and see it in action um and what i did do was to to the um Uh, webinar attendees i sent out the the email but i used the rmail registered system to do it so that they could all see how it worked um most most of them opened it some of them didn't so it's been really interesting to see what happened and who who actually opened the email and some people kind of said oh this is really good replied back um and it was just really nice for people to have a go at it um which is what i say to people that's the only way that you can understand something is to have a go at it or to to possibly watch your video listen to this um, and then implement it because you know if, if schools were using this system it would mean they could send parents information um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they could tell when parents had got the information and when they opened it so there'd, there'd be a traceability um, for parents who who often say oh I never had the or I never got the email or I never saw the email or actually that didn't happen there's a way of um, pretty much a communication system happening and um, as I told you, what I would do is I'd go off on a tangent. Now, one of the, one of the theories I've trained in is called TA. Um, and what we do talk about are psychological games. And there's one called Niggy Sob. Um, okay. uh, it stands for Now I've Got You, Son of a Bitch. And what, what generally happens is people might say something along the lines of, um, so I, I was saying this when, when I first tried the email system. I sent it to people and I said, when you open this, I will know. OK, so it was a joke between some of my friends and what what I was doing was playing the game of so that I could say to them, I can tell when you open that email. So if you now said I didn't get it, I could go, mm-hmm. yes, you did. And you got it at this time. And I can see that you opened it and I can see that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Everything that the receipt gives you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit more about kind of the, the system? in terms of the receipt and then obviously um i'm because i'm, I'm going to dribble on and, and go on about how the system works and it's not my it's not my product you're you're the
1: one that uh, i'm reviewing absolutely it, it's it's really is packed full of features that it's so difficult to try and explain you know on something like this and to see a 10 minute live demo with me would be really beneficial to a lot of your viewers and listeners um but to to kind of put it in one sentence or paragraph our mail is a, is a way where you can send encrypted email, safe email, receive a legal registered receipt afterwards that tells you what was sent, when it was sent, when it was opened and what was in the envelope. Yep. Um, you can attach documents for an e-signature, which is extremely powerful, which is a product in itself, mm-hmm. um, so cons- letters of consent, terms of engagement, all those types of forms. It allows your recipient to open that up on any device, wherever they are in the world, and digitally um, sign that safely encrypted and back to you. Yeah. Um, and, and you can send large files through it as well, up to a gigabyte in size. A lot of people at the moment, and I'm spe- I, I assume in your in your industry, uh, lots of people are using Dropbox, um, mm-hmm. unsecure websites where you upload files, and goodness knows where that goes, but it eventually gets to your recipient somehow. Yeah. Um, with the large mail tool with our mail, you can just safely attach those documents, um, no matter how small or large the size the file size is, and your recipient uh, gets a link to download them and they 're destroyed within fourteen days they're, they don 't sit on a server for more than fourteen days yeah and and you as the sender are notified when your recipients downloaded those files yeah so so anything to do with document exchange or you know, the transfer of data, no matter how um, confidential it is, you can do it all through the RML mail system. Um, and, and like I said, it's got 24 patents against it. So lots of these features are unique. It's not a new product. You know, it was here 16 years before GDPR and it's going to still be here 16 years afterwards. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, and, and the great thing is, you know, when you talk about these other email encryption companies like you mentioned earlier, they're holding your emails in a cloud somewhere. it's a cloud somewhere. Yeah, and I think it's Gary from Agency who calls the cloud. Is it someone else's computer or something like that?: Yeah, um, And we don't. We're not a cloud-based system. You send your email, it arrives at your recipients. We don't hold that information in any cloud. Again, another really great tool..
0: Mm and it Um, it allows yeah it allows you to trace it as well in terms of um kind of what you sent and to whom so so one of the things I actually said to somebody was if if somebody was to alter the email in any way I'd I'd be notified of that as well so so sometimes you might send something to somebody um and I'm just thinking about normal human behaviors here that somebody goes oh actually I was late in replying so what I might do is I might alter the date or the time or something and actually it's 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 a system that will tell you if things are being changed and, and obviously that when, when you start to provide that, that kind of level of um, I'm going to call it um, parenting, (laughs) it's like parenting email. What you do tend to get is people do reply back, um, you know, pretty much with, I'm a bit busy at the moment, Kath, can I come back to you? And, And I know that we've had the communication, but then they've also replied to me and there's much more politeness, maybe. I suppose there's a bit okay. more of a politeness so one, one of the things I have been able to do is um, in terms of when I've been making safeguarding referrals I've actually been able to track how slow or how fast something's being dealt with and that, yeah. that has really really opened my eyes in terms of who does what with the email especially when I say okay I don't have this particular person's address can you forward the email on and I can see that it's either done or it's not done
1: Absolutely. And and the registered receipt because um, maybe a lot of your viewers or listeners will be thinking, well, hang on a minute. If I send an email through our mail and my recipient hasn't opened it for a few days, this means I'm never going to get my receipt or I'm going to be waiting days for my receipt. Well, just to um, kind of let you know how that works. If I sent an email now to you, Cath, through mm-hmm. the our mail system and you don't open it within two hours. Well, our mail allows the two hour window for you to open it. So I'll still get my receipt back and it will have all of the forensic information, but it will just state that you haven't opened the email yet. Yeah. But when you do eventually open it, whether it be tomorrow, three days or three weeks time, I'll have another mini receipt that basically says delivered yeah. and opened. Yeah. So,
0: Yeah. And in terms of that game that I talked about earlier, I've been able to witness who isn't opening my emails, which has been um, another level of, ah, that's quite an interesting aspect of human behaviour. So I don't know if um, uh, it happens in in your trade, but quite often when when somebody's got 100 emails, they might just filter through them and, and not pay attention to them. And this has happened on a number of occasions about really important um, topics. So it might have been that I needed to register for something or well actually I've now got a system that tells me if my emails are kind of being pushed to the wayside. And I'm thinking this is so much better than that little um, exclamation mark saying high importance.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so <laughs> yeah. You know, what you're explaining there is the banner um, that appears when you send an R-mail that basically tells your recipient that this is a registered email um, that is, um, you know, being tracked and it's been transmitted encrypted. So, yeah, I speak to a lot of uh, lawyers and solicitors and and people in the legal industry. And, yeah. and, and one of their big feedbacks is, do you know what, Mike? We seem to be getting so much more uh, quicker replies now that we're using this, which is which is always really, really yeah. quite exciting.
0: Yeah, it does feel a little bit big brother in terms of when the email comes through and you think, oh my God, somebody... <laughs> Yeah, there are moments yeah. like that when when I've um, emailed somebody and then they've replied and I've I've looked at the email because actually the the recipient then gets it. The, it kind of goes backwards and forwards. So the, yeah, the,
1: but you can unmark it as well. You can take the banner off if you wish. Yeah, so yeah. if you want it to look like just a normal plain email, you can do that as well.
0: Yeah, which which puts us into this this kind of game system, doesn't it? Where we can send somebody an email and not tell them that we're watching them until they've. So yeah, yeah. it it does allow us to actually. Um, really get yeah i'm going to talk about But human responses are really interesting anyway in terms of behaviors and avoidance and compliance and and i'm just thinking about this for me as a, a cyber researcher i've in a very very short amount of time picked up the kinds of behaviors that people engage in just through emails so where mm-hmm. i thought i understood emailing this system has allowed me to go oh that's maybe not quite the case then maybe yeah. I am being ignored on that one or maybe somebody is avoiding me or maybe they don't want to answer that. But it, by yeah. way, I know when it got to their inbox. So Absolutely. in terms of, uh, kind of the challenges I'm making at the moment of large organizations, um, it's, it's been more than interesting and I've been able to see whose emails don't work anymore as well. So
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. With the acknowledgements and things. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, um, yeah, so I, I was like I was saying I was talking to these therapists yesterday, and one of, one of the things that I thought we might bring up is, okay, we're not talking about a free system, because you know if you want something as good as this, you have to pay for it. Um So what what do you think about? And this, well, this is your opinion, Mike. It's, it's completely uh, open and free, and I'll I'll give you my opinion as well that what i have found is that there's lots of people who go oh you have to pay for it Ooh, oh well I, I might just i might just try and password protect it because that's easier and I, i'm again human behavior there is this system here which could provide people security confidentiality um, and and in terms of what i do as a job and what other counselors and therapists do as a job part of me doesn't quite understand why people won't buy into this system so what yeah. What do you find that it's larger organizations or um, do do you find that there does tend to be a type of person that uses this system and might that be about their tech savviness or?
1: Well, I think it's because a lot of people um, consider this as just a email encryption tool. And let's face it, this is not the only email encryption product out there. There are loads of them. but all of these other ones do make it slightly more difficult for sender, extremely more difficult for the recipient. And yeah. all you get is you get into this kind of um, system where, you know, half of your emails are just not being opened because people just can't be bothered or don't have the time to start logging into portals, setting up accounts just to download a message on an email. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in my world, I do speak to lots of people, you know, law firms, um, Uh, therapists um, who might go down the route of a portal-based encryption tool because that's really what they need. Um, And they do come back to me, you know, whether it be six months or or 12 months later. I I get a lot of people saying to me, do you know what? A lot of my emails are not being read. It's getting a bit awkward. I think now I need to seriously consider the RMAIL solution. Yeah. Um, And not only that, but it is a cost saving solution as well, because although this is a a tick in the box for GDPR, it's also a big cost saver, a big time saver. Um, You know, if you if you think about uh, the amount of money a lot of people spend on special delivery and premium mail services, they use that because what the information in that envelope they're sending is um, needs to be sent securely and they Mm -hmm. need a piece of paper from the post office to say that it was definitely sent and it was sent on a guaranteed next day delivery. Yeah. You know, seven pound 50 later, great, they've got um, a little piece of paper. Now using the R-Mail system, it's a fraction of that cost, but not only have they sent what was in that envelope securely, they can guarantee when they sent it, they know what was in the envelope, and now they can also guarantee um, proof of when their client opened that envelope and read the uh, contents
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah so many things
0: yeah well this brings me to that that um kind of and i I might have said it on a webinar podcast i don't know where i've said it but i know that i have i know i particularly said it yesterday people pay out 9.99 a month for spotify or for itunes or for uh, i don't know whatever kind of access they want to something so for example they might be sponsoring somebody on patreon by the way, I will get that one in, that I have a Patreon page, um, which I will have talked about in the intro, but before we get to the end, um, and, and people pay out for these kinds of things. So if we were to just, for a moment, take, for example, that there was a data breach or something happened with the data that we were, we were showing on uh, normal emails, the amount of money that we could be fined by the Information Commissioner's Office is gonna far supersede what this system costs. And although I'm not yeah. standing here as a sales pitch, um, I do think that sometimes defensive it's not defensive action, it's about preparation. So if I have a system that protects everything that, do, that I'm doing from this end, if there are any mistakes or issues, I can actually show that it was at the other end of somebody not using a secure system or somebody not doing X, Y, Z. And for me, I yeah. think it's much more sensible and proactive. To be doing this kind of preventative action, rather than it is to wait and for a data breach to happen and somebody's data to be misused, misrepresented, stolen, hacked, or whatever, and for me to get a whacking great big fine because that, thats kind of where I'm coming from.
1: No, absolutely, and and I've I'm, I'm no GDPR specialist. I leave that to the uh, the professionals, like agency. But from what I understand, is you know af, you know with this whole GDPR thing that's going going oh. on. You send an email and there's a data breach and the ICO come knocking on your door or asking questions. I think one of the first things they're going to ask you if it's a you know an email security breach is they're going to ask you what precautions did you take to send that email securely? Absolutely. And, and if you say nothing, okay, then there may or may well be a fine. But if you say, well, I sent it securely, they're going to say, okay, prove it. And, um, and having um, a nice registered receipt as, as your proof you yep. can hand it over and say there you go and that's it they walk away no more questions
0: yeah it's it's almost a ta-da moment actually here's what i did and 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 for me there is something about this is like doing a maths question here's my working out this is what i did and and this keeps cropping up in lots of gdpr talk uh, uh, particularly when people say yeah but we want to see you working out well actually the, this is the working out but also it's digitally um there in black and white that somebody can say it was sent at this time it was opened here this happened that happened the other happened and there's a traceable yeah. route which yeah. you know in terms of in terms of the kind of clients that um, uh, I work with but also certain agencies work with around high-risk clients um, clients in the legal system clients in the criminal justice system clients have been sexually abused domestically abused this is a way of making sure that if they're not in your therapy room or your classroom or wherever that you're providing a system that does look after your, your, your client or, or your, um, the the person you're looking after. So, I I mean, I've had this from schools that have sent me, um, meeting notes. and because so I don't just used, um, our mail. I'd, I'd been using another encryption system from America some time ago, um, for my trauma company. And because it says that it's, it can be sent encrypted the school actually replied back to me and it wasn't encrypted and it had the child's name date of birth address all of the session that we'd had at the school regarding the meeting and about all of the actions that we needed to take and yet these schools are supposed to be almost gdpr compliant because it's it's a month it's a month till the the i mean it's it is it is something that they should be doing anyway but it wasn't carried carried through so I'm, I'm sat now thinking actually that could have been hacked very easily that could have been mm-hmm. gained or that could have been a data breach and in terms of protection for this client it wasn't okay for that information to be sent in that way so quite yeah, often sure. I do I do find myself challenging a lot of schools saying you know uh, I don't think you should have sent it that way and then they kind of apologize and, and it happens a year later you know so I, I do find sometimes that I I feel like I'm banging my head on the brick wall sometimes I'm <laughs> um,
1: trying no, to explain why it's serious yeah but you, you you mentioned it before about you know all the different ways that our mail can help with password protection the secure uh-huh. reply and the other thing is when you send your first password protected R mail to um, to your recipient um, they have a link that they can click on to create their own unique R mail password for themselves So every time they receive a QR mail from you or whoever, they've got their own password that only they know and that they'll, they'll use from that moment on. Um, -hmm. so yeah, loads of different options and loads of different ways that they can do it. And, and I just, the best, one of the best part of my job is, you know, when um, a teacher or a therapist or a counselor comes back to me and said, you know, it happened to me a a few weeks ago, there's somebody from uh, Liverpool university who's using the system Mm -hmm. and he and he just said that it was an absolute joy to use um and he used the secure reply for his client and they said to him personally this is fantastic i can't believe you know you're taking my data protection so seriously and and that just shows to me that data protection is now becoming a big thing not just in businesses and therapists and and teachers but also the general public
0: yeah And, and and i suppose my argument for this um in terms of why, why I wanted to do this particular podcast with you is when it comes to children, they don't get, they don't get the rights around their data as much as um, uh, an adult would because they don't understand what it is we're communicating all of the time. So they might say, oh yes, you can talk to my teacher, but they don't understand that that might be done via a phone or an email. And they're not going to sit there and say, but how do you encrypt my data, Cass? Do you keep it on a secure system? Uh, so I have to take that responsibility as the adult in, in terms of saying, and when I send this to your teacher or whatever, or what your teacher wants to speak to me, I've got a very special email system and only your teacher can see it. So when I send it, only your teacher can see it. And, and we talk about you know these movies and I, I talk about Mission Impossible sometimes and I'll say, so it's a bit like the teacher can mm. see it and then it goes, and it's gone. You know, it's, yeah. Because that's, that's how I explain it to children because actually they have a right to know what's happening with their data as well. And I think for anybody who works with children, this is what we can be doing. We can say we've got a special, because most children know how to use emails because it's taught in schools now. And, And they know not to give away their name, date of birth or address, but they don't ask that of the professionals that they work with.
1: Yeah. So so no. for me
0: oh I've gone oh I have gone on a bit of a rant I did say I would um, but there is something about these children don't get to do this in in terms of saying what email system do you use Kath how do you communicate with other professionals and I think this is a way that the whole the whole of the system around the children could say actually what we do do is we use this special one and it's a bit like mission impossible and it's only seen by that person or you know pretty much give them the guarantee that this is what we're doing to protect them
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is there anything you wanted to say about um, our mail that we haven't covered yet?
1: I I don't think so. I think, you know, it it is very, very unique. And it's such a great product that I would highly recommend if, if anybody out there is thinking, oh, that sounds great, but is it for me? just get in touch and whether it be on a live one-to-one demo with me, or I can send you a 10 minute recording um, of the demo that I have. Um, you'll just see how easy it is. You know, whether you're using Gmail and you're working from home and you just want something that is to, you can download and use instantly, this is the, the product. Yeah. Um, and I have no problem in helping clients with issues or any questions they've got. Um, you know, I personally help, uh, users install the product. I arrange a Zoom or a GoTo meeting with them just to make sure that I can make sure they've downloaded it correctly and they're utilising all of the features. Um, so yeah, no matter how big or how small, just get in touch. More than happy to help.
0: Yeah, well, I can attest for that because obviously you've been following uh, and working with me on this safeguarding issue and the the um, traceability of one of the <laughs> one of the issues. All I'll say is, yeah, yeah you are extremely helpful and. Um, What I will do is if it's all right with you, Mike, is I'll get the link for the video and I'll put it in the show notes. So actually people who listen or watch the podcast can click on it and go and have a look at it immediately. And then your contact details will be in the show notes as well. So anybody who listens to this uh, or watches it on YouTube, your details will be there and hopefully you'll be inundated.
1: Hope so. Yeah, Uh, perfect. And, and, And if anyone wants to see the 10 minute demo, you'll see that it really is a live candid demo. You know, there's some bloopers in there I make a few mistakes it's just literally me using the system from start to finish and and that's it so it it, you know you'll see it just as it's meant to be seen
0: right okay so thank you very much for your time today Mike and obviously um, hopefully people will be in touch and for the rest of you again here comes the the marketing bit don't forget to rate subscribe share this with your friends particularly if this is of interest around the email system Um, and then tell everybody to watch and listen to all of the other episodes um, and to stay in touch because the the issues that are happening at the moment are going to get more and more complex, and I will keep referencing back to uh, episodes like this. So I'll see you all next week.